Hey guys, welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. This is a classic episode. Is it ever? This is the classic episode. We redid for our 100th episode recently, The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia. And uh, here in January, uh, as I'm sure we've mentioned in other episodes, take a little bit of a break, just kind of, you know, decompress. Um, and so we're releasing the original mm-hmm. episode of The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia as a classic episode. It also just happens to be the very first episode of this show. Um, and it is quite fascinating. Now, when we did the 100th episode, yeah. we specifically did not listen to this. Yes. Uh, so we would not be influenced. Fascinating, <laughs> at least to me. Uh-huh. You may disagree, audience at home. Fascinating to see the things that have changed, which are yeah. numerous, and the things that have not changed, where yes. <laughs> we we repeated some exact lines, which we knew would oh, happen. Some we things, knew that would yeah, happen. Some things we are steadfast but, uh, on. Like this is <laughs> this is these are our our core beliefs. <laughs> Ten years and have not changed uh, one iota. That's but, right. I um, will say that I think we did in the in the new version of this uh, episode. I think we got a lot more in depth and a oh, lot think? more. I think so. Yeah. Oh, really. Uh, well, even our our tangents, huh. I think I think we got. I feel like you're making you fun say, of me, and I don't think well, that that's I, appropriate right now. I was gonna right say now. it doesn't feel like it, considering that the million, the, the million, the hundredth episode is like five times the length of the original, Michael. But go on, you were saying. I have nothing more. Well, to say. I mean, no, one hundred. But you're we, right, one hundred percent. We get the the difference is that we basically in in the original episode felt like we were just trying to get through it without. First of all, we all <laughs> spoke so much quicker back then, to begin we with. We did, yeah. We, well, we didn't we were have on our the move, we didn't you know? we didn't have our rhythm yet. Well, yeah. um, you know, uh, a lot of our writing staff had come fresh from the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> right, that's true. So that's right. that was just the style we took on. Yeah, that's I will right. say also that we, um, you know, the first episode versus later episodes, I think we're much more comfortable. Um, certainly with oh, each yes. other. I don't know if the audience knows this, but prior to recording that first episode, we had never seen each other. We had never spoken. <laughs> we had like no. that was that episode is our, literally our first conversation ever. It's like an we it's were, like an sync type situation where we just people, yeah, people don't know we were put together by Max Martin. Yeah, we were a uh, yeah. we we all auditioned. Um, we were one of his less successful groups, but I, I still have to say I'm <laughs> so proud to be part That's of that's right part of that lineage. Yep, Answered an ad in Variety fans. and. <laughs> here we are uh but yeah i mean you know like i said we i said this when we did the episode you know back then uh and the show evolved like it, it is interesting to hear because basically at some point originally we were like we went to the lyrics and basically pointed at anything that was weird and that was the end yeah but we don't talk um, yeah we don't we don't quote the lyrics really well that's uh, the the listening to the music, which I, I've mentioned before, like in those original episodes, first of all, I just inserted music randomly. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> um, but then we also, we didn't play the whole song. We just would put, play certain clips. But anyway, um, or I, I should say we didn't, we, you know, we didn't play all the relevant parts of the song. Right. Um, but now now the show has evolved to the point where, where we, if we have something like The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia, we're going to make the story make sense, whether it wants to or not. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's what yeah. we did. The second time around. So the first the, the first time and in the beginning, we were content to just point out, that's weird. Anyway, and then we moved on. <laughs> um, 
so what I am going to do for this is um, a little inside baseball. Normally, I would cut off the, the, the end of the episode where we do the outro, and I would replace the commercials and stuff or the, the bumpers. I'm actually just going to let it run um, so you guys can hear what the original episode sounded like. Um, there, there is, there is a bumper, but it's just music, which I had forgotten about. We had not figured out how to do bumpers yet. Sure. Uh, there's no, there's no break between the story behind and, uh, lessons learned. Very weird to hear. You know, it was like, it's like watching a pilot where like the third main character is like played by a different actor and you're like, what is (laughs) happening? Um, so, but yeah, I like, you know, so, so I'm just going to let it run. Um, and as a comic book geek, you know, Marvel Comics will release uh, reprints of old comics. And then sometimes they do what they call a facsimile edition, which is literally exactly what it was like with all the old ads and everything else that's in there. That's what this is going to be a facsimile edition. I'm just going to let it run. Definitely not. So I have to do less editing. Do not get that thought out of your head. <laughs> this is definitely preserving it for uh, for posterity. But yeah. um, before we play it, does anyone have any any other big thoughts listening back to the episode they wanted to bring up no i mean i'll hold some things to the till the end we'll we'll talk we'll okay. talk later but um michael you got anything no okay good <laughs> good, 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 good uh all right no let's just so, play it no let's play it and then uh we'll let you guys listen to it and decide for yourself so here it is the very first episode of our first run of the story song podcast our patron saint vicky lawrence brings us the night the lights went on Georgia. Vicky Lawrence tells us a murder mystery with an M. Night Shyamalanian twist this week on the Story Song Podcast. Now I hear the tale of Northern's glory Three friends who took inventory All the songs that tell a story It's the Story Song Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Michael Gazelle. And I'm Rachel Oates. And thank you guys so much for tuning in all across the internet. On this show, we're going to be talking about one of our favorite things. Story songs. Songs, wait for it, that tell a story. Who would have thought? <laughs> we, we love them. Uh, we talk about them constantly. We love getting into the weird details that story <laughs> songs tend to have. Because what happens in a story song is they got to tell a story, right? But sometimes you got to fit it into a song. So you throw in like weird details that don't matter because you have to like get to the end of the line and make yeah. it fit or whatever. You got to get filler. It or you to... leave out half of it. Yeah. <laughs> or, For the most part, it out... has to rhyme. Right. Exactly. You leave out important details. So we love going through, talking about story songs. Figuring out like what's really going on in a story song because a lot of times like one thing seems to be going on, but if you really think about it, it seems like something else is happening. So that's what we're gonna be doing. And this week, and I'm I'm sorry to say, I hate to say this right at the top of our first episode, but this may be the best episode we ever do, and everything else <laughs> will pale in comparison because we have the best story song of all time, the quintessential story song, "The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia" by Miss Vicky Lawrence. Rachel, real quick, tell our audience, what is this song about? Oh, well, it is narrated by a lovely young lady, as played by Vicki Lawrence. Yep. <laughs> and Actress. here's what happens. Yeah. Uh, a man uh, finds out his wife was cheating on him with his best friend. Mm-hmm. Somebody kills said best friend. Yeah. Man finds dead best friend. Man gets sentenced to death for 
man's best friend's murder. Yeah. Turns out at the end, the narrator, who was the man's little sister, killed everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Committed all the murders. And sent her brother to die. Yeah. Yes. And and basically, through her non-action, caused her brother to, to be executed for these crimes. A lot of blood on her hands. <laughs> it also has just occurred to me, because... Vicky Lawrence, our narrator, only refers to our main character as brother, mm-hmm. her brother, and, and calls herself little sister. And it's never occurred to me until just this moment, her two most fa- uh, famous roles, little sister and mama. Oh my God. <laughs> two, two people who have no names. That is crazy. <laughs> he was on his way home from Candletop. Been two weeks gone and he thought he'd stop at Webbs and have him a drink before he went home to her. Andy Wolow said hello, and he said hi, what's doing, Wolow said sit down, I've got some bad news, it's gonna hurt. Said I'm your best friend and you know that's right, but your young bride ain't home tonight. Since you've been gone, she's been seeing that Amos boy Seth. Well he got mad and he saw red, and Andy said boy don't you lose your head, cause to tell you the truth. I've been with her myself. So let's start at the top of this song, okay? And guys, I'm sorry. And Rachel, this is nothing against you. I was already confused by your <laughs> by your explanation. Because this story is crazy. It's, it's, it's interesting that you tried to summarize it in 10 seconds or less because it can't be done. Yeah. <laughs> so starting at the top, brother comes home from a place we're told is called Candletop. We don't know what that is or what he's doing there. Ski. And I think... Ski weekend. <laughs> yeah, I think a Google Maps search indicated that this place is pure fiction. Okay. So he okay. might have just been on some sort of weird drug trip for two weeks. <laughs> he was in the middle of a desert. Right. How do I get to Backwood Southern Georgia? Some strange talking dog. So he comes back, goes into a bar, meets his best friend, Andy, right? And he's like, sit down. I got to tell you something. Oh, and it's going to hurt. Your wife is cheating on you with the Amos boy, Seth. Who is my favorite character. (laughs) I don't care. You know, I don't care about anybody from books or from movies. All I care about is that Amos boy, Seth. It's the best character in the world. The the town knows him. The Amos boy. (laughs) Right, right, right. Seth. Yeah, saying Seth is basically like an afterthought. He's like, you know, the Amos boy. Everyone knows the Amos boy. Seth. Running around sleeping with your wife. So now all that's fine. That's like a nice thing, a friend to do. Listen, I know it's hard to hear, but blah, blah, blah. But this is also happening as he gets home. Like, he is on his way home, suitcase right. in hand, to go home to his wife. He has not gone home yet. No, he he's... Hung, he went to the bar. He's, he's like, like, you know who I, I want to see beer. first? I first want to see Andy, because he's always a good time. My best friend. Yeah. Um, so then And he's then like, he drops this. Like, <laughs> oh. Well, well, it's one thing to drop, hey, your wife's sleeping with the Amos boy. And really, I mean, who can blame her? Well, it's the Amos. Sexy as hell. Oh God! You know, smart as a whip. Really, you 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 can't you can't blame a woman for dropping her panties at the sight of him. Everybody but... knows the Amos boy Seth for a very specific reason. <laughs> but all that uh, is all fine and well until he's like, oh, also afterthought. I don't even know why I'm mentioning this, but just like I'm also sleeping with your wife. Just so you know, just at the very end, just throws that out there. What he did was he was about the brother was about to go out the door. Mm-hmm. And Andy's like, oh, by the way, uh, just before, before you leave, leave yeah, yeah, I'm sleeping with your wife. See you later. Okay, so right at the top here, first question, what the hell is wrong with Andy? Why, even let's even if you did have sex with your friend's wife, 
Why tell them? I'd like to give him the benefit of the doubt and just say that he is wasted. He's okay. at the bar. He's loaded. He's been drinking moonshine because it's back with Southern Georgia. Sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. And he's just blackout drunk. Mm. Well, I, th- I think we've also established that Andy doesn't make the best decisions. Yeah. So I think, I, I think this yeah. is one in a line of many bad decisions. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his first problem was was like sleeping. She probably said, oh, I was sleeping with the Amos boy. And you know what he probably thought was? Oh, my God. If I sleep with you, too, it's like <laughs> I slept with the Amos boy. <laughs> <laughs> but he went off to Andy's house. Slipping through the backwoods quiet as a mouse. Came upon some tracks too small for Andy to make. Screen at the back porch door, and he saw Andy lying on the floor in a puddle of blood, and he started to shake. So brother, so brother goes home, right? Gets him the only thing Papa left him, and that was a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, goes to Andy's house. On the way there, sees tracks too small for Andy to make. Mm-hmm. Let's file that back in our head. We'll come right. back to that later. That's, that's foreshadowing. Um, when it, it should also. Be noted that when Andy left the bar, uh, the song says, um, Andy didn't have many friends. Duh. Yeah, can't, can't he, imagine why. He just lost him one. Yeah. So this goes back to the bad decisions, and uh, <laughs> he's just not a good person. And he's like, I don't know. I told three of my friends I was sleeping with their wives, and all of them had bad reactions <laughs> I mean, to it. Don't shoot the messenger and the person who did the deed. <laughs> I am being honest, and yeah. I think that should score me points. Um, well, speaking of shooting the messenger, Andy, I mean, uh, brother goes uh, through the backyard, gets to Andy's back door, looks in the window. Andy is dead on the floor. Okay, yes. the Georgia Patrol, which is making their rounds, yeah. we're told <laughs> As they do. Uh, he goes out. Uh, brother fires a shot just to flag him down, mm-hmm. and a big-bellied sheriff grabs his gun and says, "Why'd you do it?" Now, a couple things. First of all. I, I, there's no reason to do the weight thing. That's that is completely what whatever this guy's got going on physical wise. He's just doing his job. We don't need to to start bringing fat bellied sherry in, into it. Is 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 unnecessary. Let's yeah. let's leave okay. the guy alone. But, he's yeah. he's he's protecting. He's sitting family. in a car driving around eating donuts. All that's what's gonna happen. But Cannonball Run, Smokey yeah. and the Bandit. <laughs> Big bellied sheriff. Yeah, I mean, sure. it's it's just a fact of life. Absolutely. Brother fires a shot just a fucking like what did he think was gonna happen? Okay. He Andy just told him that his brother uh that Andy just told him that he was sleeping with his wife. Uh he goes to the house, he's dead, and then he <laughs> runs outside just wildly firing his gun <laughs> into the air. And then it seems to be surprised that the police think he did it. This is nineteen seventy two. They do not have CSI. They're not doing... They, the guy's dead on the ground. You have a gun. You did it. End of story. That's a night that the lights went out in Georgia. That's a night that they hung an innocent man. Well, don't trust your soul and no backwoods southern lawyer. Cause the judge in the town's got bloodstains on his head. Why is this night different from all other nights? It's the night the lights went out in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Don't trust your soul to know backwoods Southern lawyer, because the the judge in the town's got bloodstains on his hand. First of all, again, wh- we're we're attacking the lawyer. We're attacking the judge. This couldn't be clearer, or, or seemingly clearer, that brother did this, right. and and we're attacking everyone but the person. It's circumstantial who was evidence, but it's evidence. Right. Yeah, exactly. And again, you know, they didn't they didn't have you know. 
They weren't doing DNA tests. <laughs> it was there pretty... was a man firing right. a gun over a dead body. Right. He did it. Yeah. The trial happens, right? Mm-hmm. Find brother guilty in a make-believe trial. I and Which they never really get into the make-believeness of the trial. It's right. just... It's... What is make-believe about it? Yeah, there, that's it's, the thing. It's, a trial. it's on a set. It's on a set. <laughs> it, the, the community players, sure. the Backwoods Southern Georgia community players, <laughs> yeah. is doing um, 12 Angry Jurors. Right, right. 12 Angry Men. Yeah, back then it would have been 12 Angry Men. <laughs> and they just used that set. Sure. They're like, this is kind of... We're, we're doing a production of Inherit the Wind. I mean, we've got it. We might as yeah. well... Right, right, right. By the so, way, that Amos boy, Seth, great in it. <laughs> it was great good. in that production. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, the wife... She she had a, a thing for actors, so yeah. she met him at the stage door. That makes sense. That makes sense. So um, yeah, so they they have a they have make believe trial. Uh, found guilty. Here 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 comes the twist, everybody. Um, they hung my brother before I could say the tracks that night uh, were mine. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is little sister talking. She killed Andy. She killed the cheating wife, and that's mm-hmm. one body oh, that'll did. never be found. Why? She is. Because little sister don't miss when she aims her gun. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, I do think, and, and, and Vicky, don't think it's the wrong way. I think there might have been a way that you could have possibly saved your brother's life. <laughs> uh, which was just to simply stand up at any point during this trial and tell everyone that you killed them. Yeah. She, yeah, she's narrating the story. So she's there, I feel, the entire time. Yeah, she I think she's, she's watching all of this happening. That, ev- that nobody else knew. She, she, she watched everything happen. He shoots the gun up in the air. She could have been like, don't, 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 don't. Don't do that. that. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Careful, yeah. big belly chair. <laughs> I did this. There's one spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know? mean, she's giving us an exact transcript of every conversation <laughs> that brother and Andy are having. Right. Yeah. So she has she. She's at the end of the bar. <laughs> she's like disguised. She has like a baseball hat and like a fake mustache on the whole time. <laughs> You'd think he walk. Her brother would walk in and she'd be like, "Oh hey, what's up?" Yeah. But no, nothing. No. She's just like, "I'm going to take notes and then I'm going to kill somebody and I'm just going to see how it plays out." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, little sister is all pissed off. Um, she seems to, to say this this trial happened super quick, but even if this is 1972 or earlier, um, you know, we the, 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 the trial in uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, which was, <laughs> yeah. that was a make-believe trial. Everyone's going, that still took like at least a week, right. okay? Yeah. So don't act like this happened just, you know, in the span of like an hour, because she says... Before I had the chance to say, oh, you had plenty of chances, Vicki okay. Lawrence. You had more than enough time. At any point, you could have told everyone between what actually the, happened. Between the syllables of Gil and T, <laughs> you could have said something. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. And they also don't like, it's not like they uh, they say guilty and then p- take him outside and there's a gallows out there waiting to go. Like, there's also, you know, a little bit of time before uh, the actual execution takes place. They don't tell you this, that he was on death row for 20 years. <laughs> and she's just, I never had the chance. I just never. You know how things get, get, get past you? Yeah, like, I just. You're like, I gotta get my car washed and it didn't happen. <laughs> right. I'll do it tomorrow. That's how it was with me and telling everybody <laughs> that I killed the people that my brother is going to death for. Yes. Although they do say in the chorus, uh, that's the night that they hung an innocent man. Yeah. So did it all happen in like the span of two hours? But that's like that there was a trial that there that's was. That's impossible, though. That is impossible. It's backwards Southern Georgia. Well, okay. Well, then that that also leads me to my next uh, point, which is that 
this Vicky Lawrence, little sister, mm-hmm. is Vic, let's just separate. Vicky Lawrence is not necessarily she's the yeah. actress playing little I sister. I refuse. Yeah. To Michael, this two. is an auto- autobiographical story. <laughs> this happened to Vicky Lawrence. Now, and I, I can't that... believe she confessed it on the radio. Yes. I know. And no one was ever it's, like, it's we should that. really look into those murders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Could you imagine if like Vicky Lawrence had a brother who's executed? People are like, that's weird. <laughs> anyway. Um, but it's so catchy. Little little sister is is she's delusional and she is racked with guilt and denial because this is totally her fault. She's attacking everybody. Oh, the judge has got bloodstains on his hands. Oh, don't trust your soul. No backwards southern lawyer. Oh, I didn't have a chance to say anything. You totally had a chance. So so in her mind, this has become so twisted that she imagines that it actually did take place over one night. It did not. You had more than enough time. Now she's an old woman in a in a nursing home telling all the nurses, oh, I didn't get a chance to, to save my brother. And, everybody, and nobody knows what she's talking about. You totally had a chance to save your brother. Or, that's A, or B, they just lynched him. And then there was no trial. So that yeah. doesn't even make sense. Yeah. That's true, too. So to me, the only way this story makes sense is that if, if it's in Vicki Lawrence's horrible, twisted, guilt-wracked mind, Right? Because otherwise it doesn't make any sense. I mean, or it doesn't make sense, or it makes perfect sense because she's a cold, heartless bitch and just never wanted to tell people right. that she did it. Right, right, right. I think that's more what it is. Maybe she doesn't give brother a name because she's like, that brother. Yeah. I don't like that brother. <laughs> I'm gonna, I have true. four I mean... more brothers. I don't care about that guy. <laughs> and maybe she just didn't, maybe she did it on purpose. No. Maybe she didn't like the brother. Right. <gasps> maybe maybe she, she was just looking for an excuse to just like go on a killing spree. Maybe she slept with the wife. <gasps> and- oh. oh. Because she wanted to be closer to that Amos boy, Seth. <laughs> maybe she was sleeping with the Amos boy <gasps> and was jealous that the wife was sleeping with the Amos boy. Oh. oh. I like that, too. Wow. I like that, too. Maybe, well, maybe little sister's name is Mrs. Amos. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we did not like that one as much, Michael. But even, but even if even if that's true, which I can totally buy that mm. this was all a setup, Vicky Lawrence is still blaming everyone else yeah. besides the person who was responsible, her. Right. It's, it's all projection. Yeah. Um, I want to know at what point during the killings... <laughs> she thought to herself, like, like, does she have the gun when like, she's ready to shoot Andy? She's got a hacked up wife in the back of her Ford. And she's like, this is going to make a great song. Yeah. yeah. Do you mind if I borrow your guitar, Andy? Are you going to kill me? Let's get to the Hold guitar on. first, we'll, Andy. We'll start. You're not going to need this guitar much longer. <laughs> yeah. One thing at a time. And maybe that's why she didn't come forward. Maybe she was really concentrating on her recording career. Mm-hmm. She was oh, thinking I like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be a singer. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, she, yeah. she couldn't focus on the trial because she was too busy. She was sitting there with like her notepad. Like, <laughs> too gone. And he thought, this is great. Yeah. This is great. Yeah, yeah, this thing yeah. writes itself. Oh, uh, what's doing? Whoa. Oh, that that's a good rhyme. I'm going to write that down because that makes sense. Okay. One last thing. Little sister has a little trouble with the concept of cause and effect. Okay. Uh, don't trust your soul to know back with Southern lawyer because the judge in the town has bloodstains on his hands. What those two things have nothing to do with each other. Why yeah. can't you trust the lawyer? Because the judge has bloodstains that, you know, you, you, you need to understand what, what cause and effect is. <laughs> yeah. Number that's- two, number two. That's one body that'll never be found because little sister don't miss when she aims her gun. Okay. What does your ability to, to shoot straight have anything to do with whether or not someone's going to find the body? Yeah. 
You really got to work on that. She, it, it was a really big gun mm-hmm. that vaporized the body. <laughs> it was, maybe it was like in a cartoon when sometimes they get shot like with a cannonball and they just go really high in the air and she's like, oh, oh good, good, nobody's going to find that. Good. Yeah, yeah, Good. Yeah, yeah. Say yeah. hi to Wile E. Coyote for me up there. And it's Wiley. also, it's, it's one of the lines in the song that just doesn't rhyme and it drives me nuts. <laughs> That's when body will never be found, little sister don't miss when she aims her gun as if she was writing it in the courtroom was like right. oh shit i gotta go That's it's fine. Yeah. found in gun those those are those must have ends you know what, in them, you, know right? what, you know what rhymes with found is ground oh. i wonder if she had something about like she's sitting there and she's like oh and little sister buried her in the ground oh i don't like that yeah no that gives really, too much away i really want <laughs> it's really more a confession i really want my gun <laughs> yeah <laughs> She's like, Little sister, don't miss when she buries her two paces left of the oak tree in front of Andy's house. Yeah. Scratch it when she ends her gun. It's yeah. Good. I just realized that nothing in the song talks about what a great shot I am. And I really mean that. I, I mean that people to, be to know. The sister right. is actually Annie Oakley. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, coming up right now, we're going to talk about the history of of this song. Not 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 the history of... Back with Southern Georgia, but how the song came to be. That goes very far back. (laughs) All right, so uh, so Michael, if you could quickly uh, walk us through sort of the where did this song come from? There's there's so much history to it. So it was released in 1972. Uh, was Vicki Lawrence's only hit single. You don't say. Um, (laughs) It was written by uh, someone named Bobby Russell, who was Vicki Lawrence's husband at the time. At the time, Vicki Lawrence was on The Carol Burnett Show, and who wouldn't have thought, "Mm, Mama, she should sing about murder. (laughs) So um, it was late 60s, early 70s. You know, you couldn't swing a dead cat on the radio without hitting a story song. So Yeah, yeah. Well, cuz this 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 song before it, right, is uh uh okay, oh, what the hell is uh, Oh, like the, the one on the charts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. one that um the number one song in the US before this was uh Killing Me Softly. Thank you. I song. wanted to call it Strumming My Pain. And I was like, <laughs> no, that's not the title. Killing Me Softly. And, and then, then the one after it was Tie Yellow Ribbon. Around the old oak tree. Both songs that at some point will be on. Yes. Oh. We'll be talking about on this show because this, they're both story songs. This is foreshadowing. What is going on in 1972 that America's like, I cannot get enough of a story set to music? There yeah. was no Lost. So, like, <laughs> so I'm going to write a story song that is like Lost in that Thanks about nothing really gets wrapped up at the end. Where is that polar bear? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think I actually, one of my favorite pop songs from this time was only 35 years till Lost starts. And I, I <laughs> just, they were just waiting. There really was, you know, just a lot of waiting around for that to start yeah. so they could get really wrapped up in something, Crazy. you know. And then, and then you know, and they were like, and then I'm going to wait and watch it on DVD. Because I really want to just <laughs> want to consume it. It's a long title. It's a long title, but I think it really works. 35 years till Lost starts, 40 <laughs> years until I actually start watching it. No, <laughs> I'd, I'd like to say something. Uh, Vicki Lawrence was only married to Bobby Russell mm-hmm. from 72 to 74. Yeah, does it sound like she used him to get the song? <laughs> Ooh, and she has, I've seen um, interviews with her. She does not speak kindly about that marriage. Yeah, no. no. She disliked Yeah, she, Bobby I think she called, she called this song the beginning of the end. Um, and it came out in 72. 
Yeah, which that was, was the, the beginning, beginning of the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> they were married in so many days. That was the beginning of the end and the beginning of the beginning. <laughs> I believe. Um, um, well, this song was also shopped around. Right? It was. According to Vicky Lawrence, actually, Bobby Russell didn't like the song. Okay. Uh, and he was like, no, let's not bother it. bother recording it. Um, but she, I think she was the one who said, like, no, it's going to be a hit. And she, she tried to get him to shop it around. I think it was first taken to Cher, yeah. um, who had a handful of story songs of her own. She got great ones. Yeah, Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves, yeah. Dark Lady. We'll get to them. Don't we'll, give we'll away talk about them. Yeah. Yeah. Away. At some point, we'll talk about them all. Um, and I've read two different things. One, that Sonny Bono uh, rejected the song before Cher ever even heard it. Um, he was her husband and manager at the time. And uh, because he thought that it would offend her fans in the South. Yep. And I also heard because uh, he thought that it was too dark. It okay. was about a murder, which ironically, a year or two years later, uh, she recorded Dark Lady, also about a murder. Right. Um, right. So murder was everywhere on the radio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, the other thing is that I just want to say is Sonny Bono dead serves him right. Okay, go on. <laughs> wow. That is horrible. That... Yeah. So Vicki Lawrence of, uh, of Carol Burnett Show fame sure. uh, said to her husband... Um, the song's going to be a hit if no one else is going to record it. You know what? I'll do it. And she did it, and it went to number one. Yeah. In a weird way, it went to number one on the pop charts, or the, like Billboard Hot 100 or whatever it is, um, but only went to like 36 on the country charts. Mm-hmm. And this has, you know, country song written all over it. Yeah. So. Although, but but at the time, like sort of country song and pop song were were far closer together yeah. than they are today. Like basically when Tracy's country was like dominating the, 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 the popular charts, whereas now, you know, you would never see a, a country song. I think that's false, but really? we'll get into that. <laughs> well I think there was like a Trisha gonna be a or whatever fight her name here. is. Oh I mean, you're, oh you're saying country. now. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's uh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. That- but I, but I don't know. But I feel like that's a little. It's a little bit more. I'm saying like at the time, like there was like five country songs, like at the top of the charts. Now, like maybe you'll get one. Will, well, will pop I think up that there. all goes back to the idea that people just ached for story songs back yeah. then, and every other country song is a story song. Yeah, yeah. To one so another. that's yeah. so that's where it comes from. I think. people just wanted to hear about tragedy. <laughs> and set to music, with a few rhymes. Yeah, not <laughs> too like, many. They're like, you know what? It's seventy two. Yeah. We had we had Woodstock. Everybody loved each other. Let's hear about people dying. A lot. <laughs> Nixon's in the White House. Smooth yeah. sailing from here we on. Got, we got it. We- well, and it, and it was a weird thing. It was a weird like detour for like pop culture where people were like, you know what's awesome? Like country music, like sort of hillbilly stuff. Like CB radio is great. <laughs> like let's talk about truckers. Like what? Like what a weird thing to be like. You know we like. Like, hopped up fat truckers talking on CBs. <laughs> like, this is what we're all really into yeah, now. that's what we like. Oh, the song was also offered to, uh, in addition to being offered to Cher, uh, was offered to Liza Minnelli, which... Of I would course. love to hear the Liza Minnelli version. Yeah. Oh, I would uh, love yeah. to the alternate universe <laughs> where Liza Minnelli had a hit with this yeah. song. There's is amazing. Where they're like, Little... if there's one thing that Liza's known for, yeah. it's the night the lights went out in Georgia. <laughs> Which and this was the year that she did cabaret, so it would have been just a string of hits for her. And yeah, little sister would have been wearing a lot of glitter. Yeah, yeah. sure, 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 sure. <laughs> um, let's talk about uh, Tanya Tucker records does a version of this song, right? Uh, I would like to sum up. Okay. The uh, the way I summed up in the beginning, yes. I'd like to to uh, tell you about the Tanya Tucker version, which has yeah. alternate 
lyrics. Actually, everything about the Tanya Tucker <laughs> version is alternate, except for the line, the night, the light <laughs> Georgia. Yeah. Although, no, she does at one point say the Georgia Patrol. That's oh, okay. true. Okay, that, that makes its way in there. She, right. Yeah. Does she keep Big Bellied Sheriff? Because she should. <laughs> no, by the time she re-recorded it, he joined Weight Watchers. Yeah, okay. so yeah. really... Good for him. Yeah, really, really slimmed down. The Jennifer Hudson of 1973. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, he also started jogging, and it's the 70s, so he had like, those, like the wristbands, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. It, it wasn't a good look, but he really, he, he did slim he down, so... Yeah. Yeah. He, heard the, he heard the... the, the uh, song and he's like hey <laughs> you guys come on i'm just oh. trying yeah. anyway so the tanya tucker version i'm gonna sum it up even quicker than the last time it's about a little sister and a brother yeah who love each other and have sex <laughs> okay that is the story yeah. they love each other they really love each they other. they really love each other yeah it's um, awkward it's insanely awkward where 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 on earth does this tanya tucker version come from who's like i'm gonna take the night lies out in georgia rewrite all of the lyrics mm-hmm. completely change the story and like like why don't you just write a new song if you <laughs> yeah. want to talk about brothers and sisters getting it on yeah which i'm fine with but if you want to do that <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> really I'm not fine with the act. I'm fine with you writing a song about You've it. You've had to say that more on more than one occasion during this episode. I'm getting concerned. Um, but but why? But why? If you're gonna do that, why use the night lights went out in Georgia? Why don't you really just liked, write a brand new song? She liked the music. Well, it's good melody. You know what I think it was too. I think it's that you know she was like you know Vicky Lawrence thinks that she's really screwed up. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I'll give you a screwed up story. Yeah. She was going to write it about, like, a, an actual power outage, but mm-hmm. that was just boring. Yeah. yeah. So really she's like, you like, know what? I should throw some incest into that's this. That's the night that the lights went out in Georgia, and they sent vans out, and it was over pretty quickly. It was, yeah. The lights were back on pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah, by like, by, like, 9, 10 o'clock. Just yeah, in yeah. time for Lawrence Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then that, that version of the song was made into a movie yeah. in 1981. Why use the original version yeah. that has every twist and turn in the book instead yeah. make a softcore porn right. version <laughs> right um, with a young christy mcnichol yeah yes that's really there because because too first of all it's eight years later and b i've never as as someone who loves like junk pop culture stuff as much as, as anyone on earth i've never heard of this movie or can really find much of a no. reference to well, it well let's just say that netflix doesn't have it streaming right now <laughs> Um, all right. Small audience for it. So our last segment of the show is to talk about what we've learned. You know, when you listen to a story song, that's the great thing about a story song is it's it's not just giving you a beat you can dance to and, mm-hmm. and some fun little lyrics. It's trying to tell you something. It's a parable. Yeah. So <laughs> it educates while it entertains. It's a fable. Yeah. Maybe. So let's talk about lessons learned. It's the story. All right, so uh, we're talking about what we learned from this song. Rachel, why don't you go first? Tell us, what what did you learn from Vicki Lawrence in this song? Well, what I learned is that if you live in backwoods, southern Georgia, Mm -hmm. you either belong to the Amos family (laughs) and live your entire life just yep. coasting along and yeah. knowing that you are touched by God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you're gonna get shot. Yeah, you're gonna die. You're Somehow gonna die. you're gonna die. Because I'm fairly certain that Amos, the Amos boy Seth, yeah. 
He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> He's on the French Riviera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, backwoods southern Georgia. Yeah. Somebody stops you, says, who are you? Yeah. You say you're an Amos. Yeah, I'm an Amos. Yeah. yeah. Basically, also, don't you feel like probably, like, the Amoses have, like, 20 kids, uh-huh. of which that's his one. Then there's Andy and brother and little sister, and that's basically the town, right? Nobody yeah. else lives. No one else lives in this yeah. town. Yeah. Basically, the Amoses mm-hmm. run this town. That Amos boy. Which Amos boy? Well, <laughs> there's a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seth. Seth. Oh, Seth. Oh, Seth. Oh, Seth. Seth's my favorite of the Amoses. Oh, oh the sexy Amos. <laughs> Played the lead in the in the play. Yes, yes, yes. that's so good. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. You should go to Broadway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael, what have I learned from from the night the lights went out in Georgia? I've learned a lot from this song. Okay. I've learned a lot from Vicki Lawrence. Sure, throughout your life. In, yeah, in general. Yeah. Um, most of all, I think the thing that I'm going to take away from this song is God, just don't leave Candletop. Yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. Bad things happen when you get home. It's it might be better to stay. You're there two weeks. Stay a third. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a cup yeah. of cocoa in the lodge. Yeah. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, I I the lesson I learned is that because uh, at some point, and you know, and this is a phrase we've all heard. Our parents say it all the time. You got to come back from Candletop. That's what people are constantly <laughs> saying. That you can't say that forever. You'd love to. You'd yeah. love to stay at Candletop forever. You can't. When you are coming home from Candletop, just go straight home. Yeah. Do not stop at the bar. How many times do I have to say it? How many times have you heard it? Coming back from Candletop, just go straight home. Nothing good ever happens yeah. at Webb's. I know yeah. you got that that Pabst Blue Ribbon sign <laughs> beckoning you. Like sure. a beacon in the go dark. Go straight home. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our very first episode Yay. of the Story Song Podcast. We're going to be coming to you each and every week talking about a brand new well, not a brand new, a very old, <laughs> but a brand new episode. It's new to us. <laughs> talking about story songs thank you guys so much for listening i'm dan mcinary i'm michael gazelle and i'm rachel oaks we'll be back next week talking about another awesome story song thank you guys for listening we'll talk to you later have a great week but i'll trust your soul and i'll back put southern did you like the show you did then please leave a review on iTunes. It helps other people find the show. you have a song you'd like us to cover? Email us at info at storiesongpodcast.com. Our theme music is written and performed by Jason Flowers, and you can find him at jasonflowers.tumblr.com and on Twitter at JSNFLWRS. That's Jason Flowers with no vowels, because vowels are for losers. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Well, we're back, and that was the very first episode of the Story Song Podcast. The night the lights went out in Georgia. Thoughts? I mean, I'm proud of Rachel, where we start with you. I'm proud of where we've come from. Uh, yeah, it yeah. Was, I mean, listen, we had a great idea, and then we just stretched it out for eleven years, and exactly. here we are. Um, I think that something that we all captured, and I'm glad we redid the episode because something. It, because from 2012, when we first released this, right, 2012, when we first yeah. released this to now, the internet has gotten better. So research has gotten better and we're able to like 
to like get more information. Like the fact that you guys. And we've gotten better at research. <laughs> and we've gotten well, better at research. Say, we've done any research. I mean, to, to be fair to, to our old selves, like that's another natural evolution that we sort of care more about the research and getting it right. Even though we do occasionally get things wrong, but I think we're just like, yeah. oh, whatever. I took a quick <laughs> look at Wikipedia. I got it's the fine. gist. Let's do this. So. so the big, the big thing in this is that folks, we clearly now know that the movie was not an adaptation of the Tanya Tucker version of the song. I don't know where we got that. From. I don't know where I don't we either. got it from. Why did we think that? Either. But I will say this. What we assumed was, and, and this says a lot about the movie, I think. Uh, yeah. We assumed that the song Tanya Tucker came up with out of thin air was about an <laughs> incestuous relationship. When it was really based on a movie that just implies incestuous relationships. Heavily, like heavily was, implies. But it was so, so weird for us to make that statement without watching the movie and then watch right. the movie 10 years later and be like, <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, okay, I could see where we could have made that mistake. Like I said, now we, 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 you know, we try to make sure the things we say are correct. They're not always. No. Don't come at us, internet. Sometimes we still make mistakes, but for the most yeah. part, we're... We're trying, and I think that's the important. Or thing. simply misspeak, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's another story. Sure, um, it happens. The other thing I was going to say that's interesting is we used to share back and forth who was doing what, because when I first when I first listened to it and I was telling the backstory uh, or the story of the song in the beginning, like the synopsis, I was like, oh, isn't that funny that I did the backgrounder for the 100th episode of Night Lights Went Out in Georgia. I just happened to do that. And I did the original one. But then we're like, and Michael, why don't you tell us the backstory? And I'm like, what are we <laughs> doing here? Yeah. 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 No. It was a little more loose. Well, we didn't know. We didn't know. We didn't know. This, we were experimenting. Things... And yeah, yeah. These things happened. I prefaced the, um, the history of the song section by saying there's a lot of history to this song. And then I proceeded to speak about it for almost three and a half minutes. So yeah, that's yeah. changed. Yep. It's yeah. so funny. It's so funny. I mean, again. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, one thing in all honesty, I would not have imagined when we first started is that doing the background and talking about the stuff, it's so fun. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like we learn so much cool stuff and there's so much cool stuff to talk about, which I would not have. I don't know if I would have thought of that. You know, no. I think we probably originally were doing the backgrounders, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, reveal some secrets here. Probably because we were like, yeah, we gotta fill, we gotta fill some time. <laughs> like when these episodes can't be oh, without a doubt. ten minutes long. So, but that, I mean, that became such a big part of it, and you know, is is I would say equal to do, you know going through the lyrics because yep. that stuff is so fun, and we always discover such crazy, interesting stuff that we, you know, you would never know without doing the research and the so. connections that we find between songs Absolutely. by doing the research is yep. always pretty cool. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And so, this is where it began. I thought that the most interesting part of that episode, again, like being like a pilot, was when our housekeeper Coco showed up. And <laughs> oh, yeah. we Absolutely. wrote him out episode two. Episode yeah, two. No. And it was like, Coco, he, wherever you are. Coco, we're, we're so, so sorry. sorry. We're so sorry. We thought you were going to be like the like the the fourth uh, host here. But, you know, yeah, you, yeah. you walked. We walked into that kitchen. We had a scene with you. We walked out and forgot about you. Yeah, we never <laughs> that, was, again. that was how you, you, that's how we roll. Um, 
Our housekeeper, Coco. My older brother, Chuck. Yep. <laughs> our dog, Tiger. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of things were lost, but uh, we, we kept the important things. Um, and I think that's what matters. So, guys. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that walk down memory lane, that far, far distant memory lane of uh, <laughs> of our first episode from the first run. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy that. Um, come back next episode when I believe we will be talking about the movie version of The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia. Yeah. And you guys, it is a ride. Um, if you have not seen the movie, try to imagine what you think the movie version w- of the song would be. You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> it's nothing like that. It's completely different. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> nice try, but not even close. I don't know what you're thinking, but I know you're wrong. <laughs> um, so uh, that'll be super fun um, when we talk about that. Um, all right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed it, and I hope you guys had a great holiday and enjoying the new year. Um, if you guys could follow us on the socials like Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, that would be great. If you could leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, wherever you got your podcasts, uh, we would certainly appreciate it. And if you do leave us a five-star review, we will read it on the show. We will talk to you guys when we come back next time. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. We'll talk to you then. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. Find him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. Be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at story song podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. The Story Song Podcast is a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Go to pantheonpodcasts.com. Thanks for listening. It's the Story Song As we clapped, my brother liked an image and it just went three, two, one, ding. Perfect. <laughs> anyway. Just before we clapped, I put uh, <clears throat> hand cream on and I was like, oh, this is, this is going to sound like a couple of sponges. Three, two, one. Okay, go ahead. My clap was, uh, was uneventful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the normal clap. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.